0: Welcome back. We are glad you have chosen to join us for the conclusion of Pastor Tim's message from Luke chapter eight, verses one through three, entitled, Check It Out. As we check out this passage and are given qualities of a disciple of Jesus, we can go back through the list and check off the ones that describe us and the ones that may still need some work. As you check this out, can you check these off? Here's Pastor Tim.
1: I don't know what her life was like before, but I know we'll get to see her in heaven transformed, changed, made different, made into the image of Christ. That's what God wants for all of us. A disciple is to be converted. A disciple is to be changed. Number three, a disciple is cooperative. A disciple is cooperative. A little small word that we missed or we just kind of went by very quickly at the end of verse number 1 that really kind of holds that last sentence there together as it bleeds from verse 1 into verse number 2. It says, And the twelve were with Him, and certain women, you could add in it, were with Him. They were with Him. Not, they, don't, they don't invite Jesus to come in their life. They don't, they don't get saved so that now Jesus might be with them so that, so that He might go where they go and do what they do so that they might simply take him along as a a good luck charm. No, they reorient their lives, don't they? A disciple does. Imagine the trajectory of your life if you had not given your life to Jesus. Where would you be today? Would you even be alive today? Where do you think you'd be in your life's path until you met Jesus? Jesus. When He changed you, He also called you, didn't He? He called you to be with Him, to be involved with Him in His work. If you've been through that study about experiencing God, then you know this phrase very well. We're to discover what God is doing and then join Him in His work. Listen, as Jesus goes to those villages, they go to the villages. As Jesus goes to the cities, they go to the cities. Where He ministers, they minister. They're discovering where Jesus is at work and they themselves get involved in that same kind of work. That's what we're to do. We're not simply to ask God to put His stamp of approval on our plans. We're to find out, what is God doing in my life? What is God doing in my family? What is God doing through my church? What is God doing in my community? and I just get involved in that. We are here at church about to be involved in some of the busiest times that we've had over the last couple of years. COVID has slowed down a lot of what we do, and and then even when we start back, we kind of start back a little tentatively, don't we? A little slowly, almost as if we're trying to dip our toe in the water and see if it's okay. We've been dipping our toes a little bit, and we've decided that the water's good let's jump on in. We're about to jump in. In fact, for the next five months, there is something that you can do that you can be involved in where you as a disciple, as a follower of Christ, can be involved in His work through His church where you can cooperate and you can be involved. It's important to do those things. Let me go through these things with you. March the 26th is Crossover nine oh seven. It's in reference to 31907. When Georgia Baptist did some some data across our state, they recognized that 31907 is the most lost zip code in all of southwest Georgia. That's saying something, isn't it? Of all the zip codes in southwest Georgia, the one with the greatest density of lostness is the one that some of you live in. I can't see you hardly, but the folks around you can. Who lives in 31907? My parents do, so I'm going to hold up my hand. You're right there. So listen, on March the 26th, somebody's going to come knocking on your door in an attempt to share the gospel with you. You know? Now, you're not going to be home. (laughs) You're not going to be home because you're going to be helping. What we're going to be doing, instead of doing the door-to-door, we're going to get ready for, we're calling it Spring Fling, but really it's Ark in the Park. But instead of doing it at Britt David Park, we're going down to Shirley Winston Park. Shirley Winston Park is down off Steam Mill Road. In those early discussions when we began to talk about what we wanted to do and what we needed to do to reach that particular area, a lot of discussion was about should we send teams door-to-door in that area? Should we really do a block party? in Shirley Winston Park, you know? I mean, after all, it doesn't take a genius to watch the news and find out you know, there are killings in 31907 all the time. There are shootings that take place there often. But what happened this week? Armor Road, North Veterans, listen, it's everywhere. But let me tell you this. Why do you think that there are so many shootings in South Columbus? Why do do you think that it's a crime ridden area? Because they don't have Jesus. It's the most lost zip code. One of the reasons why you see it as violent as it is, is because Jesus, the Prince of Peace, isn't there. They need Him. Yes, there are going to be some people who are going to say, I'm not going to be a part of that mission work. It's too dangerous. Listen, that's the place where you need to go, that's the place that needs the gospel. Do you not think that God can protect you in the most dangerous of places when you're in the middle of His will? I think that He can. Now we take every every uh, every every precaution that we can to make it as safe both for our guests and for us as we possibly can make it. But the reality is this: you're about to take the light into a dark, dark land. You are. And it matters. Every person that comes to that block party is going to hear the gospel. Every person that comes to that block party is going to know what it's like to be loved. Every person that comes to that block party is going to understand that we have not written off South Columbus. The people in North Columbus aren't any better off than those that are in South Columbus. Up and outers are just as lost as down and outers. And everybody needs Jesus. March 26th, you need to be a part of that. That's March. In April, we're coming right back up here to Brit David Park. We're going to do our glow-in-the-dark Easter egg hunt. We need you. April the 15th. It's on a Friday night this time, because it's going to be later than ever. We're not going to start until 9 o'clock. We're going to make sure that it's good and dark so those eggs will glow like they're supposed to. Because we really want to share the glow of the Spirit of God, don't we? We want to share the gospel with them. Every little boy, every little girl, every parent, every grandparent who comes to the Easter egg hunt is going to know what the Easter story is all about. That's why it's there. It's not so they can find eggs. They can find eggs anywhere. It's not so they can have candy. They can get candy anywhere. We want them to hear the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. And we're going to make sure that we tell them. And you have a chance to help with that. To be involved with God in His work of spiritual awakening right here in our area. That's April. You know what's coming up in May? On well, May the 9th, there's a group of people from our association and some right here from our church who are going up to Habersham County on mission trip. This is maybe not the mission trip that we've been talking about. This is a construction mission trip. You see, God has gifted everybody in a lot of different ways. Some people, He's gifted them with an ability to to teach and to reach children. Some of them, He's given them a gift to be able to work with their hands, to be mechanical, to to construct, and (laughs) some of us just to deconstruct, you know. But there's a group of men and ladies that are going up there, They're going to work at that camp where we stayed last year. Camp Camp Hawkins is a camp that's designed for special needs children. Children that will not go to any other kind of camp. A camp for children that the lady last year described as, we, we host the children that nobody claps for. It's the children of great and desperate need. And they do a wonderful work. But for the last two years, because of COVID, they've not been able to have camp at Camp Hawkins. You know what happens to a building when it sits empty for a couple of years, don't you? Well, that's what's happened at Camp Hawkins. That's what we saw last year. That's what we lived in last year. These men are going up to repair that. Make sure that when those boys and girls come, that they have every need that's been met for them that we can possibly meet. For every parent and grandparent that brings their child to that camp, they have confidence knowing this is a place who cares for our children and we can tell because they're caring for the building that they live in. That's something, something you can do and you ought to go. In May, crossing over into June, is Vacation Bible School. Vacation Bible School is one of the greatest tools that Southern Baptists and churches have to reach boys and girls with the gospel. You know, at Ark in the Park, we may see thousands and thousands of boys and girls come. And yes, they're going to hear the gospel, but for the most part, they get one shot at it, don't they? It's one night, it's one opportunity. Vacation Bible School, every single day, day after day after day after day after day, They hear the gospel. Day after day after day after day after day, they sense the love of God through people that will love them. Every single day, you have an opportunity to minister to them the way that Jesus would minister to them. Vacation Bible School is one of the greatest opportunities that you have to serve the Lord and make a difference. And you can do that. And you should. In July... Much more of us are going back to Habersham County. We're going back to the same area where we worked last year, those same two communities. We're going to do backyard Bible clubs again. We're going to do block parties this time. We're going to do some acts of kindness this time. We're going to be a little bit busier than we were last year. But we're going back. and You ought to go with us. Now, you know, talking to the boys and the girls... In the backyard Bible clubs, that's, that's easy enough, you know? They speak English, and it's not a problem. You know, they go to school, they learn it, and you can talk to them. The parents, that's a different story. So you've got a bunch of people in this church who have decided to go the extra mile and try to learn a whole new language just so they can talk to mom and daddy during that week. Just so they can share the gospel with them. Just so they can pray with them in a way that they will understand. What good is it if we use words that they can't understand? If we can do something to be able to share the gospel with those people who some of them have no more hope than they think the American dream can give them, we'll go the extra mile or two. So, hats off to those people who do whatever it takes to be involved in the mission and the ministry that God has given to them, those who have decided that a disciple is a person who is cooperative with the Lord, who does with God what he is already at work doing. God's already at work in the lives of those people that we're going to touch over these next few months. Don't you want to be involved in that? Don't you want your life and your days to count for something more? than what they just simply don't count for? I do. A disciple is cooperative. Fourthly, a disciple is charitable. A disciple is charitable. At the end of this passage, after listing these ladies by name, he says, and many others... Now, he's obviously talking about many others right there in that same first century. Many others who are contemporaries with the twelve and with these other ladies. But you could fit in the many others. We still do the very same thing that they're mentioned about here in the last few verses. He says, and many others who provided for him, your translation may say for them, for all of them, because everybody gets to benefit, from their substance from their offerings, from their giving. Jesus didn't have anywhere to lay his head. Lay down his carpentry tools that he might be a preacher of the kingdom of God. He didn't have a paycheck coming in. So who's going to provide for him? Some people just gave to him. Then there are ladies like this, who because they were disciples, not only gave their lives to him, but they gave of their substance. They gave the offering to Him. You know, as you look through this passage today, that's really the way that it works, isn't it? the book of Acts, the Bible says, first they gave themselves to the Lord, and then to us by the will of God. So I give myself to Him, and I am converted. I give myself to Him, and I am changed. I give everything about myself and all my time and all my resources to Him, and I'm cooperative with Him. And now I want to be charitable and I want to give to Him. That's really the the tie between this passage this week and the passage last week. That woman last week, that sinner woman, was so happy. She was so loving toward God because of her forgiveness. She gave everything she had sacrificially to him. We give in that very same vein, don't we? Because we belong to him, we give to him out of an act of love. The old saying is true. You can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. We give to him because of our love for him. And really even more so because of his deep love for us. You know, I said at the beginning, check this out. Don't even check it out. Check it off. Let me ask you this. Have you been converted? Have you been born again? Genuinely saved? You know it. You know it. Check. Have you been changed? Jesus changing your life, transforming you into his own image? Check. How about being cooperative with him? Being involved with him in his work. Every day, seeing yourself as his ambassador, as his minister wherever you go. You're a missionary. Check. Do your checklist. You don't have to do it with me. Do it with the Lord. Let's bow and pray. Jesus, we pray that you would take this very passage and that you would apply it directly to our lives and our hearts today. Give us a checklist. Help us to see who we are and whose we are, where we are, what we are. We want to glorify you in all things. We want you to have your way in our life. That you'd make us into the men and the women, the boys and the girls that you truly created us to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let me tell you this. If you can't check the box and say, I know that I know that I've been saved. Would you come and say, Tim, I just can't check the box. I want to know. I want to know that I've been born again. Let me help you with that. If you can't check the box and say, God's changing me. I mean, he is actively at work in my life right now. There may be some, something you and I need to deal with, you and the Lord need to deal with. If I can help you, I want to. You might need to just come to the altar for that. Are you busy doing His work? When you leave this place today, you enter the mission field. You are the missionary. Do you see yourself that way? Do you act that way? If not, maybe that's something we can pray about today. Maybe you need to plant your life in this church. Maybe you need to do something. Just, the Lord's just spoken to your heart. Out of that passage, something totally different. If I can help you, I want to. All right? Let's stand together. So our group sings for you, I want to wait for you down front. If you need to come, then come on. You can come to me or you can make use of that altar. Sean.
0: This year at Brit David, we would like to challenge you to share the love of Christ with those you come into contact with each day. Remember, he who wins souls is wise. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at brittdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Britt David Podcast.